0: Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network.
1: Please, don't turn that dial.
0: The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17.
1: Well, sir, I'd like to thank you for coming in and applying for the job. You're welcome. And I have to say that after going over your business history, this is one of the most impressive resumes I've ever seen. Well, oh, thank you very much, sir. Yeah, chiseling it into the top of a coffee table like that does make it stand out from the rest, I have to say. It's very difficult to update, but it's, I think it's worth it at the end, don't mm, you? Yes, yes, I think so. Uh, well, I'm just going to uh, ask you a few more very simple questions, so I'm going to put your resume aside for now. <laughs> now then, uh, age? 33. Height? 5'11". Blood type. O positive. Sex. Hecto. Pardon? No, they dropped the charges, as I recall. (laughs) No. I meant gender, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant sexual orientation, in which case I would have been a hectosexual. Hectosexual. That would be hecto as in the mm. Greek prefix for 100. That's absolutely right, sir. I was unaware you wacky kids had come up with so many different definitions for yourselves these days. Well, it goes far beyond species, sir. You have to be really imaginative to come up with a hundred different sexual orientations. Runs the gamut, does it? Oh, sir, you have no idea. Men, women, dogs, cats, furniture, Tupperware, lemurs, elephants. I'm probably into it if you can think of it. Well, forgive me for being a stickler for language, but wouldn't that be pansexual? Oh, I like those too. You should see me on the weekends at the Bed, Bath, and Beyond housewares section. Yes, I did Notice that it had been mentioned here on the attached police report on your resume, along with the attached Polaroids that you included of the axe in question. And, uh, by the way, the attached goggles did nothing. Well, they never do. So... In essence, what you're saying is that if we do hire you, we can look forward to many, many episodes of commonly available office items driving you into an uncontrollable sexual frenzy? You're absolutely right, sir. Like, for example, I couldn't help but notice that frightfully erotic telephone that you have. Hmm. you don't say. And the paperweight with a tarantula in it? Oh, so sensual. for there. And that trim-line stapler. It's enough to drive me mad. Drive? Why, when you can clearly walk from here. But not to worry. I can control my urges. Because I'm saving myself. Well, good. That would significantly decrease my need for therapy later. Saving myself for that unbelievably hot pencil sharpener of yours. Come here, baby! Now, I've been wrong before, but this would probably qualify as a bad idea. Open wide for daddy, baby! (laughs) Uh... Gladys, uh, I'm going to need a new pencil sharpener and a bucket of hydrochloric acid to get rid of the old one. Yes, Mr. Ribbleson. Thank you. God, I could use a cigarette right about now. I'm sorry, sir. This is a no-smoking building. Who said anything <laughs> about smoking, smoking it? Yeah, yeah. I should have seen that one coming a mile away. So, do I get the job? Well, sir, it appears to me that you're nothing more than a raving psychotic sexual deviant who couldn't publicly control his urges even if you had a gun put to your head. Well, that sounds about right. So, I think that would probably disqualify you from being head of public relations for our firm. Oh. However, you would be perfect for head of marketing. <laughs> All right, just sign here. All right. With a pen. (laughs) Sorry about that. Welcome. Welcome back to Technical Difficulties. I am your host, Kyan Chris Conroy. And finally, it is upon us. For you see, the previous bit of comedy at the introduction there was created from a suggestion sent in to me by one Chris Dempsey, a.k.a. Football Pro, 5725 at AOL.com, if you'd like to contact him. And here it is. It's listener participation week, or one of many weeks here. Uh, as it turns out, I've got a crap load of ideas and all of them, as with me, got expanded out to far more than I thought I would, uh, would do. Some of them are short, some of them are long, and some of them are going to go on for different episodes. But here we are. We're finally here. So there you go, Chris Dempsey. You can collect your damn money. Um, what else uh, here well I've uh, this is it this is it this is the big this is it. what everyone was waiting for y'all sent in your ideas I'm probably not going to get to all of them I'm going to get to a selection but this is the kickoff I thought I'd do a special episode devoted almost entirely to ideas that people have sent in that I have expanded upon and uh, then we will uh and you'll hear more of them they'll get the introduction and you'll get your credit and um, and like that. So thank you so much for sending in those cool ideas. Saved me some trouble for writing for this episode, I'll, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Still had to come up with jokes, but hey, well, they were jokes in many cases, but I had to come up with jokes around the jokes, but you get the general idea. And one bit that was sent in to me that I should comment on was uh, Digital Dan at the Hook Show, his latest podcast up, and I mentioned along with technical difficulties in it. Uh, I it was at the Podcast Minnesota Meetup, the most recent one, and I wasn't there, and Members of the podcast Minnesota Meetup referred to me as a social retard. Well, that's a slapdown if ever I've heard one, but not one that I will rise to, and I'll tell you why. It's a perfectly accurate representation of my personality. Yes, I am a social retard. If you've ever met me in public, while I'm a wild and crazy guy, not unlike uh, Christian Slater in Pump Up the Volume on microphone, when I'm off microphone, I'm awkward, shy, nervous, and very, very frightened. So, yes, I'm a social retard, and anybody who knows me will tell you that that goes without saying. No, it doesn't. What? Well, if it went without saying, then no one would have said anything. You certainly wouldn't have said anything, and they wouldn't have said anything, and they did. I think it did need to be pointed out. Well, Um, I didn't know you were a social retard. um, But now that it's been pointed out to me, I can't help but think you are quite a bit developmentally disabled on the old social interaction front, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, I would say that I am. Okay? Yes. Now, agreed... Now, can I say that it goes without saying? What does? That I'm a social retard. There, you said it again. (sighs) See, you brought it up a second time. I didn't even have to say a word. There you are, bringing it up that you're a social retard. You said it goes without saying. I would like to get on with the show, all right? Thank you very much. Can we just just move along here? Certainly, I do not want to be subjected any longer to your socially awkward petulance. I am not petulant. What do you call that? And short-tempered, clearly, honestly. So, uh... We, uh, we done with this part now? I suppose. Uh, I forgot what we were even talking about. About my being a social retard. And oh. extremely gullible as well, if you thought I forgot the conversation that quickly. <laughs> you simply are a huge bundle of pathetic neuroses, aren't you? Any other strange mm. character flaws I should be made aware of? Well, I can be goaded into violence. Well, that hardly seems surprising. Now then, on with the program. Ouch. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by ManlyGeek.com and the Manly Geek Podcast, makers of fine Manly Geek products, including Manili's Extra Skanky Olive Oil, now a new tuna flavor, and Wimperin, the anti-wimp pills for crybabies and sissy pants wimps. You know, sometimes I just feel overwhelmed, and I, I just, it, I just, maybe I've seen a sad movie or something emotional like that, and and I, I just, I can't, I can't deal with it, and I just... I just want to break down and and cry. You know what you are? You're a sissy Mary. What? That's right. You need to tough it out, suck it up, and learn to stand up and take it. You need to be a man like me. Well, I try all the time, but I I just don't know how. Well, honey, do what I do. Take these. Wimperin? Wimperin. The anti-wimp pills for crybabies and sissy pants wimps. Each navy blue wimperin packs enough testosterone, steroids, and pure, chest-pounding manliness to turn even a hairdresser into a fighting machine. So ask your doctor if wimperin is right for you, you big baby. Well, how do you feel now? A whole lot more confident, I'll tell you. I could take the world on. All right, let's suit up and get those insurgents. All right, hold it right there, boys. Nope. Oh, ten hut. H- hut. Colonel. At ease. I need to talk to you, boys. All right. There's an ugly rumor going around the camp that a couple of people in my unit might not be uh well they're a little uh, pink around the gills if you know what I mean huh sorry uh, well what I'm saying is that uh, they they're a little you know light in the hush puppies um, um, um that they're you know that there's that there's I, what, there's a rumor going around that there's some people who are less than you know they're not what well, I didn't Dead Butch. Oh my God! Did something happen to Butch? Oh no, not Butch! The pills. The pills. Take the pills. Take the pills. Look, look, look! Nothing happened to Private Butch, okay? Uh, All right. Look, there's an ugly rumor going around that somebody in this camp—I'm not saying who, I don't know—that there's a rumor that somebody might be a homosexual. (gasps) No. I I know. I know. It's kind of hard to believe, but I've heard some rumors and pertaining to some particular people. You wouldn't happen to have anything to say on the subject, would you, Budansky? I, I wouldn't know, sir. Sir, I can vouch for him. I, he, he's straight. Well, that's good. I know I can trust your judgment, Private Streisand. And, well, anyway, I'm going to need both of you on my side and keep your eyes open for any less than, you know, manly behavior. Oh, don't worry, honey. These papers will be propped wide. Mm, good. so Don't worry about a thing. Yeah, Colonel. We'll we'll stay on top of it. Mm? Get to the bottom of it. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll be we'll we'll, we'll look. Mm, mm. All right, Eddie's boys, and keep your eyes open. And here's a little ditty sent to me by Marshy. Hi. Hello? Can I get some help here? I'd like to buy this CD. Well, 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 look what we have here. A little Pink Floyd fan buying a copy... I wish you were here on CD. Yeah, I, I really like Pink Floyd. Oh, I can tell. I mean, look at you. You're all decked out in your 1973 Pink Floyd tour shirt for Dark Side of the Moon. You saw him live, I take it? Well, <laughs> no. I mean. Well, surely someone you know must have given you that shirt from their tour, right? Where'd you get it? My mom bought it for me at... Kmart because he knows they like Pink Floyd. ha ha ha! Your mom bought it for you at Kmart. Some Chinese kid's probably dying of starvation somewhere, so he can make a shirt so you could pretend to be a Pink Floyd fan. I'm not pretending. I've got an original toy shirt from when I saw them in 1978. How about you, huh? No. I've got all their records on vinyl and most of their bootlegs. You got any of their records on vinyl? What? Well, I... surely you must have lots of Pink Floyd albums. I mean, you're such a fan, right? I have Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> you're just a little noob, I'm, aren't you? I'm not. Like... You're just a little noob I just... who thinks he's a Pink Floyd Fame. I just wanted to buy their <laughs> buy their CD, man. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to just, just hey, what's going on over here? I couldn't help it over here that you guys are uh, talking about Pink Floyd, one of my favorite bands. Hey, kid, you getting into them? <laughs> what do you want? Uh, me? Nothing at all. I just thought I'd come over here and watch a 40-something fat gut bucket try to pull rank on a 12-year-old. Huh? Uh, what? What's your name there, son? Billy. Billy. Well, Billy... I have some advice for you. Uh-huh. Never, ever, ever let a giant behemoth flesh glacier like a guy like this uh, intimidate you just because you enjoy something. Hey, you uh-huh. shut up. I don't have <laughs> to stand here and take that kind of abuse. Oh, yes, you do, because I say so. Billy, take a good look at Grease Bag here. Okay. Got a good hard look? Imprint that tattoo, that kind of greasy hair, and that stained shirt on your um, hey. cranium there. Oh. Now take a good deep sniff. <sniffs> what do you smell? Uh, Wendy's? That's right, Wendy's. Fast food is all he ever eats. You see, he's ugly, he's repulsive, he's got no social skills or social graces, and really, he's not very smart. The The only thing he's got going for him is his absolute religious devotion to obscurity. You see that knowledge that he uses... To hold over other people, he tears you down because you don't know what he knows. Because it gives him a false sense of being built up. I, I mean, sure, he could tell you all kinds of factoids about Pink Floyd—how they formed in the '60s, how they were originally called band names like Sigma Six and the Megadeths, the Screaming Abdabs, and T-Set. How they put out their first single in 1967 under the name of Pink Floyd, and that that single was called "Arnold Lane," and the B-side was "Oh, uh, Oh." Uh, I'm sure he meant candy in a current bun. Wow, (laughs) you know a lot about Pink Floyd. I sure do, Billy, and the reason is I'm a geek, but the reason I'm a geek is because I actually enjoy what I listen to. That's why I know so much. Why did you get into Pink Floyd, Billy? Well, I really like him, and and I play guitar, and I've always wanted to learn how to play like David Gilmore. (laughs) Wow, Billy, you play guitar? That's great! Hey, Dickweed, what do you play? Uh, I didn't think so. Now. You both have to get out of my store now. Uh, get out. Just get out of here. Oh, uh. dear. Did we hurt your feelings? Um, Are we being ejected? We can't shop here anymore. You got okay. it. Okay. I mean, it's a big city. There's a lot of record stores in town. and uh, Not with our selection, there are We have the best selection in town. You know what? I'll bet I could find three, at least three stores that have a rival selection, and all of them will have better service than you do. And, and isn't there always the internet, too? Smart point, Bill. You can order this music online. It takes money right out of this jerk's mouth. Yeah, and speaking of the internet, I'm going to make sure I post about both of you on the websites that I go to tonight, so you can look forward to being raked over the coals on the net. Oh, no, he's going to post about it us on the internet how will my ego ever survive the damage the only thing i can do now is go home and maybe i don't know have sex with my girlfriend you've heard of girlfriends right well billy i'm afraid i just got us kicked out of the best record store in town that's okay thanks for all your help how could i ever repay you just don't be an asshole billy will do The preceding sketch is dedicated to far, far too many people who work in comic book stores and record shops the country over, though especially in the New York City area. You know who you are, and I hope you're all dead now. The following swath of comedy was inspired by an email sent to me by one Roberta Gottlieb, a.k.a. El Nacho's mother. That's right, that El Nacho's mother. So strap yourself in, why don't you? Well, here we are on vacation in Aruba at last. Ah, <laughs> none too soon for my tastes, dear. Now, why don't you unpack, and I'm going into the bathroom to take a shower and rinse off all of this industrial-grade silicone-based lubricant that I got inadvertently doused head-to-toe in during an unlikely but extremely wacky series of circumstances down in the lobby. Well, you do that, dear, and remember, don't spare the orange cleanser. You know how the scent of it turns me on. <laughs> oh. Do you need the hairball medicine, dear? That was supposed to be my sexy growl. Came out as quite the opposite, I would think. Yes, you'd think after $5,000 and two and a half years of sexy growl classes, I would have gotten it down by now. Well, some people are just destined to failure in some arenas, I'm afraid, dear. Do you still love me anyway? Of course I do, dear, but I'd stay on your toes if I were you. Righto. Well, you hit the showers and I'll unpack. Here I go. Well, let's see what she's packed here. Hmm, that little minx, she brought in everything we need for our romantic getaway. Lingerie, scented oils, and a clown costume. Hmm, seem to be missing something here. Hmm. Dear, did you remember to pack my lucky shirt? Is that the Hawaiian Prince one? No, no, that's my grouchy shirt. That's the one I wear when I want to get tossed out of hoity-toity bars. Well, which one is the lucky one? The lucky one! The one that saved me from that bullet in Vietnam! Oh, you mean the Kevlar body armor? That's the one. I feel like I packed it in a large suitcase next to the ceremonial headdress of the Scottish Claymore. Well, I don't see it here. Oh, dear, how am I supposed to taunt the natives with impunity if I don't have my lucky shirt? Well, I'm... I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry, dear. I hope I didn't ruin your vacation, but I must have simply forgotten to pack it in all the excitement. Well, Well, it's all right, and of course you didn't ruin my vacation. All I need for a complete vacation is time with you. Oh, that's sweet. So you forgive me, then. Well, of course I do. You did an admirable job of packing everything else we could possibly need, including that highly venomous western diamondback rattlesnake. I didn't pack any diamondback rattlesnake. Didn't you? Oh, my. Uh, Be a dear and hand me my snake-killing shovel, why don't you? As long as you don't mind my standing on top of the dresser naked and screaming like a small frightened schoolgirl while I do it. I wouldn't have it any other way. One pitched combat with an extremely venomous snake later. Hold still! I think he's on the bedstand, dear. Got, got, got him, got him. Hold it, right there. Ooh, hold, good, good. Hold it. Nearly no, oh, missed him there. Dear, nope, nope. No, he's headed for the window. Right, him, right, right, right there. there. Oh, dear. Very tenacious little bugger, isn't he? Yes, and I've connected with him about six times. Not a dent. It's like some kind of invulnerable super snake. Come in! Hello there, I'm the hotel's animal control officer. I understand you got yourself a little herpetological dilemma. Herpetology. That's the scientific study of reptiles and amphibians. I'm well aware what herpetology is, young man. There's no need to patronize me. Ah, sir, that was for the benefit of the American audience listening at home, whom during a Republican administration such as this one you can never take for granted has any sort of familiarity with a scientific concept. Yes, well, attempts at snarky social commentary aside, are you going to do something about our snake problem? Certainly, madam. That's why I'm here, and I'll start with a lead-in. <clears throat> Pardon me, sir. Is that a dangerous western diamondback rattlesnake in your luggage, or are you just happy to see me? I'll have you know that I've been locked in a life-or-death struggle with an extremely dangerous animal for the last ten minutes. Do I look like I have an erection? Well, actually, from here, you do. Why did you... What? Good lord! I seem to have inadvertently stumbled at a brand new fetish. Good for you, dear. You're on a roll. That's the third one this week. I'll make sure to put it down in the book. And as for you, I expect you to do something about this rattlesnake. Well, look, Buster, I may be the animal control officer for the hotel, but do you think I'm constantly having experiences involving deadly serpents and naked women in hotel rooms? Well, I don't. Although I do have some pretty interesting fantasies on the subject. It's amazing how we can't go for more than 30 seconds without churning out another sexual perversion joke. Yes, and I've been told that teenagers and their mothers listen to this program, too. Uh... Well, call me a newfangled individual if you must, but I think the best way to deal with an animal emergency like this is through a humane and holistic approach. Such as? By summoning Quetzalcoatl, the Aztec feathered serpent god. Ooh, do you think that'll work? Well, if I'm any judge of lazy writing, it's almost guaranteed. And boy, was it ever. A few ceremonial sacrifices later and we were in the presence of Quetzalcoatl, the famed Aztec winged feathered serpent god. And before you could say holy mother of Jesus in a sidecar with chocolate jimmies and a lobster bib, he had made us the high priests and priests of an international revival of the Aztec religion and we were making over six figures a year. And you can too. Just send $49.95 to the address on your screen and you'll get our six-CD tape seminar about making millions summoning gods to fight off dangerous animals. Well, that was lazy writing, wasn't it? It sure was, dear. Mm-hmm. That brings us to the end of the program here for, oh, for May 4th, 2006. I, ba- I didn't even do the timestamp stamp at the beginning. I was so excited about doing everybody's work and trying to make them work, that I, doing all the cool ideas that people sent in. I barely got into this. Jeez, I've got this huge stack here. I just was looking at the time counter when I was putting the show together and realizing just how long this is, these are. Wow, this is kind of cool. I mean, I'm having a good time doing them, certainly. But uh, anyway, I'd also like to thank, uh, well, I'd like to thank El Nacho's mom. And I would like to thank Marcy, Uh Daniel Hook for sending me that podcast uh, Minnesota uh, meetup thing there, um, uh, Chris Dempsey and Manly Geek. Um, and they, uh, they both contributed stuff that I used this week. And these are all basically ideas. I got it. You know, I really hope I didn't totally blow. If anybody sent an idea to me and I expanded it too much or missed the idea altogether um, or I took it in a direction you didn't want it to go in or something, I apologize. I was just doing what I thought would be funny. So there. <laughs> By the way, um, lest anybody get the wrong idea, I'm not mad at anyone over a podcast Minnesota for calling me a social retard. I really am a social retard. They just pointed out the truth. Meh. What are you going to do? I realized when I was doing some of the jokes that you know the, early on when I was doing the intro after I got that uh, the podcast Minnesota information. Uh, the heard the podcast thing and I was like, i Do you think I'm a social retard? You are a social retard. Mm, well, you don't have to point it out to me. <laughs> um. Anyway, I didn't get to. Good Lord, who didn't I get to? I, who didn't I get to? I got stuff here coming up from Anthony and Selmo from Oshantino Lemon, from uh, Chris over at Flying Veal Chart Company. I've got just a crap load of stuff I barely got to. Oi. Okay, well, this will be, listen for the whole rest of the month because you'll be hearing all kinds of cool things. You really will. And, by the way, I've got a brand new website up and running. Uh, if you want to head over to cayennechrisconroy.com, you can see my work in progress. I got myself a .Mac account and a copy of iWeb, and I'm slapping together really cool new websites. So you can go over there and take a look at the various incarnations of stuff, including Uncomfortable-Questions. My wife Susan's podcast, is, uh, her website is going to be going on there. And the Channel Surfing Wipeout podcast, a lot of it is like in half-constructed stages, but a lot of it's um, you know on there as well. You know, there's stuff there as well. But kyanchrisconroy.com will take you to the overarching site, and you can see our little micro empire up in the corner there up on the top of the bar thing. You can go to links to all that stuff. So go over there and check that out. Please, by by all means, please do that. As always, I can be contacted at techdiff at tcinternet.net or over at um, techdiff.com. Uh, if you want to leave a comment on the show there on the show notes page, uh, that's where the blog slash show notes downloadable thing is. If you want to check out, uh, if you want to send me a Gmail, that is techdiff, T E K D I F F, by the way, Tech Diff at gmail.com. And there's also Kyan at tcinternet.net. And I've got more, you know, I've got more emails now that I know what to do with. I've got to be honest with you. And check out KyanChrisConroy.com if you'd like to see what some other things I've been up to lately. Um, there's going to be all kinds of new stuff. I think that might be where com winds up eventually, and you'll have to link back to the Libsyn page, just because the, the page I'm building is going to be a whole lot nicer to look at. And uh, check out uh, com for our video podcast. There's a new one up there. Uh, what else? I think that's about the extent of it I've got a myspace thing I'll get more I got I gotta do a little more tweaking on my myspace thing but I've got a myspace page too coming up and you'll be able to go over to the main site and track down all that stuff from one central location very very soon uh, in the meantime though I guess that all that remains for me to do is play a promo for you uh, for uh, manly geek sent me a promo and I'm God God help me I can't pass up an opportunity like this so you can uh, tune in next week and you'll hear even more stuff. So, take care, and you'll be hearing me all next week. Bye.
0: You've just enlisted in the Geek Army. Outstanding. Meet your new drill sergeant, the Manly AD Geek. Eighty maggots understand that. Uh, From the battlefield to the boardroom. He's turning geeks into men and men into geeks. He's not your mama. He's not your drinking buddy. But he is one badass geek. Here to teach you what your mama never did. Here you are all equally worthless. Whips need not Not apply. It's too strong for mama's boys. Coming to you from Quantico Marine Corps Base. It's the Manly Geek Show podcast. Serving up tech how-to, geek culture, gadgets, comedy, the masculine lifestyle, and of course, how to please the ladies. Delivered in an easy-to-digest, 30-minute variety talk show me. Be more. Be manly. Brewed fresh for manly geeks everywhere. Every Friday at podcast.manlygeek.com or subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcast directory. So, do you have children or are you just a child at heart? In which case, Saturday Story Circle might be a good place to kickstart your weekend. Because we have the very best of family-friendly audio, which is all rated G for great. Join us on the main Mutual Audio Network feed, or you can find us at the Saturday Story Circle, wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine
1: together.